0: Back with another episode of Brick House. I'm your host Bob Johnson, and I'm Matt Baker. Uh, Bob, we could have a permanent third guest
1: host here with David Blatt out of a job looking uh, if we're ever looking to expand. I think he would be the perfect candidate to... yeah,
0: I think he's going to get a lot of calls this week, but uh, you know maybe if we we find a nice way to uh, to word a voicemail he'll He'll call us back. What
1: I a quick David Blatt question before we really get into all the blattness. Yeah. Where where do, what does he do? Where does he go from here? Does he have to go back to Israel? Does he get an assistant job in the NBA? Like what it he his hiring was so interesting and the drama surrounding him once they had LeBron was so interesting. It's almost like he might not get be in the nba ever again do you know what i mean
0: yeah well i don't know I'm, a lot of other nba coaches are definitely endorsing his uh his viability and him deserving another shot in the nba um on nba reddit you know people are trying to guess or or suggest the best places for him to land san antonio and the most the most common one actually was the minnesota timberwolves which would be interesting because mm. he was originally hired to help Cleveland coach young Kyrie Irving, rookie Andrew Wiggins, Yeah, have these young players that, given his resume, he would come in and demand the young players' respect. You know, the the carpet really got pulled out from under him when all of a sudden, oh, now you're supposed to coach LeBron James, and Kevin Love, Love yeah. the super team, right. having been, uh, you know, being an NBA rookie, essentially. So I think it would be the ultimate... Comeback for him to go from Cleveland to Minnesota, teach Andrew Wiggins how to be a superstar, and then, you know, get their revenge against Cleveland. That
1: would be amazing. If Cleveland, who knows, the Cleveland could win this year, they could win next year, but the Spurs and the Warriors are so good that potentially Cleveland might not win a championship over the next couple of years. So if Blatt goes to the Timberwolves and builds the Timberwolves up to where they are an actual title contender, that yeah, that would be
0: amazing. Just to give you an idea, you know, people have been posting the David Blatt's career wins and losses with Cleveland. Yeah, he was eighty three and forty in his whole year and a half there, right. right? But they started nineteen and twenty their first season. So since that midway point last year, if you exclude the six playoff losses, seventy and twenty or something, I think like that. I think they're uh, sixty three and fourteen. Yeah. In their last however many regular season games. Jeez, And that got him got him fired. What's also funny is who's going to coach the All-Star game now? Right. Yeah. The NBA, I just saw, announced that if Cleveland stays in first place through the end of the month, then it will be Teron Liu as the coach of the All-Star team. Wow. It can't be David Blatt because, uh, from a quote from the NBA, he doesn't have a job in the NBA. <laughs> you have to, according to the rules, you have yeah. to work for the NBA to the, be the head coach of the All-Star The game. All-Star Game
1: bylaws. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on All-Star Game later. That. Uh, that yeah. that circus in and of itself, but, but
0: yeah, Brian Windhorst is uh, rep- was sort of breaking this story. I think Wojnarowski, as usual, actually broke the story. Right. But Windhorst for ESPN is their Cleveland correspondent. Yeah, he is. He's their LeBron
1: LeBron correspondent. Yeah,
0: he's known LeBron since he was in high school, and some of the quotes that came out from him yesterday included LeBron was not inf- consulted on the decision to fire david blatt sure sure we'll go with that (laughs) which i thought was ridiculous and prompted uh prompted me to come up with a whole list of some of the biggest lies in history (laughs) and how they were spun i like the one you tweeted oh yeah but i tweeted uh yeah we didn't know those blankets had smallpox (laughs) (laughs) some of the other ones i thought were you know kind of appropriate comparisons was uh Yeah, please accept this wooden horse as a gift. We're good now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or, uh, yeah, but still, Iraq totally had WMDs. Or, uh, hi, my name's Lance Armstrong. I'm naturally great at riding bicycles. After cancer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys, look, we found India. (laughs) Free train ride to the synagogue. That was not true. Similarly... Tired of Africa, free cruise. <laughs> oh, jeez. Those,
1: those last two got real, real quick. <laughs> Tired of Africa, free cruise. If you like True Detective, you'll love season two. Oh, yeah. Burn. Yeah, he had to have been consulted a teeny tiny bit, if not the whole time. Yeah,
0: another quote that Brian Windhorse tweeted was, you know, through all of this, the the only supporter that David Blatt really had was Dan Gilbert. You're just like, That's what real the weird. fuck are you talking about? That is real <laughs> weird. Yeah, we fired our coach today. It's kind of unprecedented since we're in first place. He's going to be the Eastern All-Star coach. You know the only guy who didn't want to fire him? The guy who has the final say. Yeah.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Well, with the All-Star coaches, you were talking about how Lou might coach. Uh, the other thing they were talking about, how Kerr can't coach because you can't coach back-to-back years. And now Kerr's back. So Pop- Popovich is going to coach. But they were saying it would have been interesting if Kerr didn't come back, if Luke Walton was still the coach, would he have been eligible to coach the All-Star Game? Yeah. So we could have had a Tyron Lue versus Luke Walton All-Star Game battle. Yeah. Right wow. up there with Drake versus Kevin Hart in the celebrity game,
0: in my opinion. Tyron Lue, Luke Walton. You know, for a long time, people always gave Phil Jackson shit for saying that his protégé has never really succeeded in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, But now there's this whole new crop of them coming up with with those two. Yeah, so how close are Teron Liu and LeBron James? Well, they've known each other since LeBron was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. In 2007, when uh, the Cavs were in the finals for the first time versus the Spurs, Tehran Liu got invited to this uh, Nebraska fundraising golf tournament because he played at, at Nebraska. Right. And uh, LeBron really wanted him at the finals. So to make sure that he could be there, he ha- he flew him to the finals in a private jet for Game 3 in Cleveland, then flew him to the golf tournament in a private jet, then back to Cleveland wow. for Game 4. Um, Brandon Haywood, actually, the, just yesterday when this uh, Blatt News came out, did a, an interview on Sirius Radio uh-huh. and was talking about you know what the locker room was like cuz he played his last year with the Cavs yeah. last year. Right. Not on the team this year. He was saying that when they would watch game film, Blatt would call out players for missing a defensive assignment, not getting back on defense, that sort of thing. And then there would be on on the video LeBron James making an obvious mistake mm-hmm. and he just wouldn't say anything. Yeah. And, you know, Haywood was saying that over time, this was just chipping away at, uh, at the respectability Morale, yeah. that, uh, that David Black controlled. You know, he's not going to call people out. And, and then I saw that, uh, you know, just the other day, Griffin was the, the Cleveland general David manager. Griffin, yeah. He was in, in on a film session and actually called out uh, LeBron James for not getting back on defense, which even drew even more attention to the fact you know that it was not the coach doing that. Yeah, when he it's should the be. GM or the president, whatever Griffin is. Um,
1: well, last night the Cavs played and got beat by the Bulls pretty bad. They only had eighty points or something. Oh yeah, the first game. And the Lou. fans were booing them. But the other thing was, at one point, LeBron went to the bench. Did you see this? Didn't like the uh, seat cushion on his seat, and had Tyron Lue get up and give him his seat cushion and switch seat cushions with LeBron. This was an actual video I watched <laughs> on ESPN on SportsCenter this morning. <laughs> it's like,
0: wait, Lou, you're not supposed to
1: be sitting in the head coaching chair. Yeah, That's my chair. Yeah. <laughs> to which the ESPN anchor, I think it was Linda Cohn, said, NBA players get cushions on their seat. You don't see that
0: in hockey. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see Rick Carlisle said he was uh, it's a disgrace that this could happen to somebody in this league? Stan Van Gundy supposedly texted eric spolstra and steve clifford the coach of the hornets just saying like you know the only reason this isn't us is because our front office isn't as crazy yeah <laughs> you know but this could happen to anyone it is makes, essentially the the point it makes me not want the Cavs to win this year lee ellis of uh, the starters the australian guy of the starters tweeted that teron lou essentially did to david blatt what alan iverson did to teron blue yeah. <laughs> i saw a finals. picture of that they
1: switched faces on the picture of him stepping over yeah
0: in other coaching news though steve kerr made his debut for the warriors on friday night never, against the pacers never thought that steve kerr's return to coaching would be completely
1: overshadowed if yeah. the cab if the Cavs couldn't beat the warriors on the on the court
0: this year or last year, they're going to beat him in the headlines, that's for sure. Steve Kerr is definitely winning, in my mind, for the uh, the comedy one-liners. Here's a couple of Steve Kerr quotes in the past 48 hours. He told Ethan Strauss, the uh, Warriors beat writer, that he planned on sending an I'm back fax, just like Michael Jordan did <laughs> back in the day. The fax, that's great. Yeah, that he, he said... uh on on luke walton he said i thought maybe he'd be 40 and 3 but 39 and 4 i guess i'll have to settle for that <laughs> yeah. and then he said you know the only reason i'm making the comeback now is to make popovich spend his all-star break at the game instead of on some beach with the mai tai in his hand <laughs> so steve kerr he's got some some great uh humor chops i didn't I even think it. about that pop probably hated the fact that he has to go coach the all-star Oh, game. definitely Definitely. Him and Kawhi Leonard, that would be like <laughs> yeah, a real talkative duo. Oh, yeah. What's the deal with a trade between the Clippers and Rockets, my two favorite teams? What? Josh Smith is back. He's been traded back to the Rockets. My dad, who was a guest on the show, called him a, a bad penny, you know. Yeah. Just, keeps on turning up but i think it's possible to say at this point that daryl morey is just showing off on how he can get former all-stars for uh for players he owns the right to who will never play in the nba which wait is... did
1: this actually happen
0: oh yeah josh smith was traded to the rockets for sir the rights to sergey lisho how
1: did i I, I I'll, I'm. This is not a joke. This, this compl-
0: happened yesterday, and then the David Blatt stuff. I
1: didn't see. I didn't see this at all. Yeah. This is a thing that happened.
0: David Blatt really you're, overshadowed everybody you're yesterday. You're breaking
1: news to me on this podcast. <laughs> Rockets acquired Josh Smith from Clippers. I'll be darned. Here it is. Marty Luonen and Sergey Lushak Oh yeah, they got a steal here.
0: If you've if you've lost track, Sergey Lashuk, or however you pronounce his name, has now been traded in the NBA 6 times and he has played 0, zero NBA games. League. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Daryl Morey announced the trade with the hashtag band back together. I'm sure we're going to be hearing all about how fucking Josh Smith and Dwight Howard were AAU teammates again. Were they? <laughs> Dwight oh, yeah, Howard wait, no. was the best yeah, man yeah, yeah, at Josh yeah, yeah, Smith's yeah, yeah. wedding.
1: Uh, should, you want a quick Sergey Lushek transactions? I'll give you oh, some. please. Okay. The first time he was traded, well, he was drafted by the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. So there were two trades before where he was, the pick that he became was traded. We won't talk about that. It says in 2014 he was traded by the Rockets again. I don't know how he was traded. No, he went from the Rockets to the Lakers, from the Lakers to the back to the Rockets. Okay, so then he was traded by the Rockets to the Sixers as part of the Corey Brewer, Turioff, Alexi Shev, Troy Daniels. Right, right. And then he was traded by the Sixers to the Clippers for Jared Cunningham and Senek. Aguil, and then now he's back on the Rockets. You know, it's hard once you once you fall in love with someone, Bob. It's really hard to let them go.
0: So he's been traded six times, and five of those trades included the Houston Rockets. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, when you like someone so much, uh, well, they don't like him enough to actually bring him to the club. No. But you know they like him.
0: Yeah. Over the last fourteen games, Josh Smith had ten do not play, did not play. (laughs) They are do not play. They are firm. instructions of do not play you got it right i mean when i was there on monday versus the rockets josh smith and lance stevenson actually the last couple home games i went to have have developed this habit of shadow boxing Before the tip off, you know, when they announce, when they're announcing the starting lineup, but then also, like, on the bench. Yeah, sure. You know, during timeouts and stuff. Doc Rivers has the whole team around drawing up a play. You know, it was a real close game versus the Rockets. They blew a 14 point fourth quarter lead. Of course. A la their uh, game six breakdown. I mean, the Clippers have lost five straight games to the Rockets, and Josh Smith and Lance Stevenson are shadow boxing.
1: Is there any truth to the rumor that? Uh, the winner of that game had to take Josh Smith. Is there, <laughs> is there any any truth to that rumor?
0: Well, it would have been the loser of the game ended up with him. In, that's, a, uh, that's true. In the Rockets. I, I, sorry,
1: I got confused for a
0: second. But, yeah, Smith was averaging career lows in points, shooting percentage and minutes played, 5.9 points, shooting 38% and only 14 minutes a game.
1: His first game back with Houston was just a classic legendary Josh Smith game. 1 for 10 field oh, goals. 0 yeah. oh, for 4 from 3 point range. They sent oh, a private jet
0: to go and get him too. 0
1: oh, for 2. <laughs> so that's a that's a waste of money.
0: <laughs> He's a good player. Yeah. He's a good player. It would be a really good player if his shot selection were better, but that's his fatal flaw as a player. As his shot selection would, has never improved.
1: Yeah, but you're also saying that he has a shot selection. Right.
0: He has a shot. There's at, no selection. At the same time I fully expect him to turn it on against the Clippers in the playoffs again this year, you know. It'll be just the Clippers luck that that uh, Josh Smith only comes alive and turns into an unstoppable force.
1: Well, then they'll just have to throw some money at him and get him right back there.
0: Well, the other big news of the week is oh, that man. the, <laughs> the All Star starters were finally announced. Oh yeah, I knew that. I thought you were going to break something else. <laughs> Blake Griffin has played for the New York Knicks. Man. Yeah. Um, so with the All Star game coming up, you know one one thing that comes up every year in uh, in topics of conversation around All Star time is how to improve All Star Saturday, you right? Know, which traditionally has the three point contest. The dunk contest, and and recently added in the past however many ten years was the skills contest, and that whatever the hell they call it, where they have Magic Johnson and Cheryl Swoops shooting from half court. Oh yeah, contest.
1: it's it's, oh, it's like a rising the, shooting stars. The old man, the
0: WNBA, and the the youngster walk into a bar. <laughs> Yeah. Uh but we're going to we're going to come up with some new suggestions for All-Star Saturday to uh see if we can lively up this this competition. You know, a couple of years ago they tried adding a horse competition, right? Uh which was uh, you know, one year and gone. Last year in New York during the All-Star game was also Fashion Week in New York mm-hmm. and the the All-Stars tried doing a fashion competition. Horse course. Which I'm voting for uh, never again. Uh, you know, never again do we want to see that. With Chandler Parsons and J.R. Smith as the uh, finalist. Right. I don't want to see them the finalist as any competition yeah. at All-Star Weekend. Well,
1: I don't know. I, we might have some J.R. Smith contests. Oh, run right.
0: uh... <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, uh, I've got a couple suggestions. You want to throw one out for All-Star Saturday?
1: You know, I'll go right with uh, J.R. Smith. I thought we, we could have hoverboard races. Nice, <laughs> I thought uh it would be some we could either He's do definitely the favorite yeah, it could be some obviously you would put a you could put some cones up or you could do like a down and back or like it to the free throw line back nice uh half court back but well, like some sort of hoverboard suicides.
0: could we have uh, a celebrity guest Michael J. Fox be the uh yeah judge he, you would you ha- would have to be that or crazy old doc Brown. The loser gets a truck full of manure dumped on him. You know? Yes, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's perfect. That's perfect.
0: I hate manure. They have to make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> well, that's a great. That's a great competition. Who do you see in this competition besides Old JR?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. That would be uh, some of the
0: other Brickhouse All Stars, maybe Matt Barnes. Yeah,
1: it would. Just, that would be a. Uh, Boogie Cousins yeah, he would be I, maybe like Anthony Bennett. I don't know, someone, oh boy. <laughs> just someone. Yeah, get a Canadian in Yeah, sure, curado. sure, sure.
0: Awesome. Well, you know, a couple of a couple of ideas that I've liked. I can't claim to have uh, you know thought of them. I but I would love to see a one-on-one tournament. Yeah, that would be cool. One-on-one tournament would be would get so much more ratings than any all-star game. Right, a five-on-five. And I, th- I think that a half-court would really be the way to play it. But if you were going to extend it to a full-court one-on-one game, I would put everything I own on Russell Westbrook winning that.
1: Yeah. Or you could instead of like a full-full-court, you know how on some courts they have the main full-court, but then they have side-courts on each of oh, the half-courts? Right. So maybe do like a, a modified full-court.
0: We could have Westbrook play John Wall, and they're only allowed to take three dribbles each to get from one end of the court <laughs> yeah. to the other
1: an extreme push forward. I'm doing a motion that none of you can see. I got one uh-huh. contract year contest uh-huh. where it's just a bunch of guys in their contract year trying to fight over who's who can be the best and who's going to make the most money. So like Harrison Barnes, for example, would be in that this year. But then that led me into the and this is kind of a long contest name, so bear with me. The NBA contracts will be so huge in two years, so here's some free money now contest. <laughs> <laughs> where it's just a bunch of like mediocre to not good not the bottom players get together and they all fight for an inflated contract oh, that whoa. You know it would be funny
0: would be yeah. like an auction with all the NBA general managers there, and they all have to uh, bid just on the rights to have a contract you a meeting with a contract your player right. yeah. at the end of the year yeah. you know <laughs> yeah I, we put 5 million dollars just for a meeting right. with, uh, but with then the Bradley Beal the other
1: part of the game oh Beal would be in the Harrison Barnes Bradley Beal contest uh, the other part of the game of that though is they would have to use the money uh-huh. you're for you can't you can't hold out you have to use it and otherwise you get punished in this game so yeah so those are I think that would be entertaining. I would like to see a bunch of contract year players battling it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great one. So as I said, the starters were announced for the All-Star game, and uh, Matt and I, being basketball savants, thought we would tell you <laughs> who the uh, who the reserves should be. A couple of notes before we get into that about, uh, about the All-Star starter votes. First of all, Kobe uh, got the most votes of anybody. Far and away, too. And you know the controversy i guess with uh, before the voting really started and the fans clearly wanted him in was pundits saying well you know if kobe takes a spot he's going to be taking it away from another player who's really deserving yeah but the player that kobe took the starting spot from this year yeah zaza, zaza pachulia zaza pachulia <laughs> Which I don't know if we've ever had two players less deserving of an All Star vote, you know, vying for a uh, All Star starting position.
1: Yeah how ha, how how did what is what did he Zaza did he...
0: is from the country of Georgia, and yeah, that's uh, a
1: state. But we'll let you go with it. Uh, no,
0: there's just there's a. Uh, there's a pop star from there who, who endorsed Zaza and tried to get everyone in the country to vote for him. Even the president or equivalent of what they have in the Georgian government endorsed Zaza and tried to get people to vote for him. Wyclef Jean. Oh, really? Took to uh, social media trying to get votes for the big man. He ended up being only 14,000 votes away from Kawhi Leonard for getting a starting spot. Yeah. Despite the Kobe stuff, he had more votes than Draymond Green or Anthony Davis or Blake Griffin or
1: Lamarcus Aldridge. Or... Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's he's just excited to feel the love, even though he uh, he didn't make the All Star game. Speaking of Anthony Davis, so last y- or the, just this past summer, he got a max contract, right? Right. Max contract extension, which was calculated using the Derrick Rose rule. Uh huh. Uh, I forget, I think it was like a 160, 160000000 dollars somewhere yeah, that a in that lot. vicinity, maybe one hundred forty five. But it was presuming that Anthony Davis would be would be applicable or an applicant for the Derrick Rose rule. Yeah. So what he has to do to to be able to get thirty uh, percent of the team's salary cap, essentially skipping the contract between years four and seven, so if he is in his first four years, twice voted in as an All Star starter, twice voted in as All NBA, or once voted as the MVP, right? Then he can get this much bigger contract. In fact, it's the difference over the five years of twenty three million dollars. Yeah,
1: that's crazy.
0: Last year, Kyrie Irving would have been uh, uh, able to get this. Part of this kind of a Derrick Rose deal, but just lost out to Kyle Lowry in the All Star voting. Yeah, which, you know those All Star votes ended up costing him in the range of sixteen, seventeen million dollars. Yeah, over the course of his contract. So Davis, with Kevin Durant returning uh, and Kawhi Leonard playing so well, and obviously LeBron James just a, a permanent fixture on the All NBA. Not many team. spots left for him, unless he were voted in as a center. Yeah, the likelihood of him uh, becoming All-NBA this year is really small. Isaiah Thomas of the Boston Celtics had some suggestions on who should be in the All-Star game this year. Yeah. He he suggested that the West team should be five Warriors, five Spurs, and Durant and Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) But let's get into it. Let's get into it. So let's start with the Eastern Conference because I feel like every year there's always more competition in the west you want you want to go should
1: we just i'll read off all seven of mine and you can read off all seven. yeah years? well
0: first let's uh let's make sure everyone knows who the starters are okay uh, that were voted in by the fans uh the guards voted in were kyle lowry and dwayne wade and now with the new rule changes, you can vote for three front court players, as opposed to normally, uh, or previously, you had to vote for two forwards and one center. This isn't
1: the 90s anymore, Bob.
0: Centers aren't a thing. The small ball front court players voted in by the fans were LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, and Paul George. Right. So that's your starting five. Yes. Let's let's get in to the reserves. Let's start with the guards and uh, the East.
1: Uh, my guards, I I had three. Three more guards. Okay, John Wall, Reggie Jackson, and Jimmy Butler. Reggie Jackson. Wow. Red, what, I, what are Reggie's stats on the season? You I'll, got those in front? I of you? can I can pull those up real quick. But he has he's had a pretty good season for I and I look I was looking because I needed a guard, I, so I was kind of looking at guards and one I thought maybe DeRozan, but Reggie Jackson is averaging 18.9 points, 6.6 assists, and 3.7 rebounds. So he's I, th- those aren't huge All Star numbers, but he is improving, and I just like him. I may, also for the game, I just thought it would be great to have John Wall make the All Star team and see Reggie Jackson sitting there <laughs> right next to him. Like <laughs> I, can't get, I yeah. can't get away from this guy. I can't get away from this guy. But if you you could talk me into DeMar DeRozan for sure as a guard.
0: Um, yeah, I had the same. I had the same uh, two guards. the The way the coaches' All Star ballot works is they have two guard positions, three front court positions, and then two wild cards. Yeah. And the coaches are supposed to rank them in order of you know okay. who, who they feel is most deserving. Uh, given that format, I put Jimmy Butler as the most deserving guard. Right. John Wall second, and I put DeMar DeRozan as my wild card guard. Yeah. He beat out. There was a tough competition for guards, and I didn't even have Reggie Jackson involved. The guys he beat out this year for me, Kemba Walker.
1: Yeah, Walker. I was. I thought about Walker too. And
0: especially just the past few games, he's really been making his uh, legitimacy felt. Yeah. Also, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, of yeah. The Boston Celtics. Twenty-one point eight points. That's crazy. Six point seven assist. Over two threes a game, and one point two steals. At five foot nine. Yeah. His defense leaves a little to be desired, which is why I gave DeRozan the nod. And Kyrie Irving almost got the, the starting vote in the, the last round of of vote calculation. He was ahead of Kyle Lowry, even though he's got uh, career lows in, in almost all categories so far this season. But he's a good player and normally any other year would be on the all star team. Who's your
1: front court? My front choices? court uh, Drummond, obviously, Drummond's number one.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Millsap. Yeah. Greg Monroe
0: and Chris Chris Bosch. Oh wow! Greg Monroe made a team. Right.
1: Huh? Sixteen points, just under ten rebounds. They're not like frighteningly amazing stats, but I just I don't know. I, I I like Monroe, and I like compared to the rest of the guys. I I think that Milwaukee, even though they're not good, I think that he. So So who who are they?
0: Drummond, Millsap, Monroe. And Chris Bosh. Bosh, yeah. Bosh quietly is becoming this year, if he gets voted in, only the 29th player in NBA history to have uh, 11 all-star selections. Wow. Um, Very quietly a superstar in this league. Who do you have? I I had uh, Drummond, Millsap, and Bosh as well. Uh, with my wild card going with a slight edge of Kevin Love over Pal Gasol, I, Al Horford, even Hassan Whiteside, I took a look at.
1: I took out Love to put in Monroe, I think, or no, Bosch maybe it. It uh, Love and Gasol were right up there too. Yeah,
0: I mean, Love's having a bounce back year from last year. Anyways, he's still the absolute uh, sieve on uh, on defense. Yeah. Um, but seventeen point four points, twelve point one rebounds, and two threes a game. Uh, I had to give it. I had to give it to him. And I'm really interested to see if uh, Teron Liu is going to incorporate him better into the Cleveland Cavaliers because all this stuff about uh, David Blatt not criticizing LeBron James in front of his teammates is all like new news that's right. coming out. But from watching the, the team play over the past season and a half, I thought the most obvious fault, if you were going to find one in the coach, was he just never really figured out how to use Kevin Love. right? And why give $110 million to somebody Someone to just stand in his... the corner yeah. and shoot threes, especially since he's a great post-up player who led the league in rebounds for right. so many years. <clears throat> but anyways, I'll, I'll give him the, the nod. Um, who are some of those players that you just barely missed out? Well, you said you said them all. There, Love,
1: Gasol, Horford were the big ones, and uh, DeRozan. That was you. That was basically who I was looking at too.
0: Yeah, Kemba. Yeah, Justice Winslow wrote a piece for the Players Tribune, campaigning for Hassan Whiteside to make it in. Basically, on the fact that he averages four blocks a game. Yeah,
1: that's not a bad. I, I, for a moment, I thought maybe Whiteside, but he, yeah. yeah, it's. It, it, I don't know if he's not the stats aren't there, but I don't know if anyone would completely complain about that. But still, I don't think so.
0: It would be it would be funny if we had a, a Hack and Andre Drummond in the All Star game. He's shooting thirty five percent free throws hey, this year. <laughs> Let's get into the West. It's so the, the
1: so the guards in the West are Kobe and Steph Curry, obviously in the and uh, two leading vote getters and the way. Westbrook. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: Kobe is a forward.
1: Well, time. yeah. Sorry, I knew I messed that up. Curry and Westbrook, and then Kobe Durant and Kawhi Leonard, all very deserving. Maybe Kobe deserving is just a. Uh, um, lifetime Achievement Award.
0: Yeah, but. sub out Draymond for Kobe in that starting lineup, and I think you have one of the best starting Oof. lineups of all time. Oh yeah, All Star Game.
1: Yeah. So reserves for my guards, I have Harden, Lillard, and Rondo. Wow. And I gave
0: a I gave Just a throwing a
1: big pile of
0: dirt in Chris Paul's face on that one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I gave a I gave a um, a special achievement nod to Eric Bledsoe. Okay. Because he is averaging twenty points, six assists, re- 26 and four. Yeah. And but even more so, he realized that in order for the team to get better, he had to get hurt because, as their best player, he had to take one for the team in order to allow them to try and get Ben Simmons. So just on the strength of that injury alone, I think he
0: had all-star potential wow um, by that by that note you should make uh, sam hinkey an all-star yeah, uh, yeah I, I
1: i did too uh who what are your guards you have, you i assume that you had harden lillard and paul
0: uh lillard didn't make my team oh, okay lillard didn't make the team i in fact i chose chris paul james harden begrudgingly and uh clay thompson like oh. Clay Thompson at uh, 20.5 20, 20. points, forty two percent three point shooting, and probably top five perimeter defender in the league. Yeah, not to mention that the Golden State Warriors are uh, forty and four. And right. I thought that you know if anybody deserves three All Stars this year, it's definitely the Warriors. It was tough though. I had to uh, spitting I, I had
1: to... on those twenty five
0: points a game that. Damian Lillard is yeah. Damian Lillard. He's also making three threes a game, so that was really tough. You know who also? I I know he's not going to make the All Star team, but deserves a mention. J J Redick Oof. this year. I mean, not a lot of players have their best season overall at age 31. Yeah. But he is leading the league in three-point percentage now, at uh, 40, um, almost 50 percent, 49.5 percent, uh, 2.7 made threes a game, 61 percent effective field goal percentage, and anyone, uh, and anyone not named Steph Curry, I'd say he draws more defenders than anyone in the league. Yeah. Running around. Doc Rivers' schemes.
1: My quick pitch for Rondo is 11 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds this year. He's having his best year
0: in years, so... That is good. That is good. And every year there's there's guards in the Western Conference that deserve it that are left out.
1: Yeah, my forwards, Draymond, obviously, Cousins, Blake, and uh, Anthony Davis. I got the exact same four. Is that the order you had them in?
0: Yeah, order of importance?
1: Uh, it, it would probably yeah it would probably go Draymond, Cousins, Griffin, Anthony Davis. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, it's really amazing that at the beginning of the season, Anthony Davis went from, you know, future of the nba to possibly not making the all-star game
1: this right year. well their team i mean their team's been one of the biggest disappointments in the league this year so
0: i was talking to julian about demarcus cousins and we were sort of debating the possibilities of him being left off the all-star team this year uh, he,
1: I mean, he better not be.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's having a great year. Just yeah. just last night, had a career high forty-eight points. Right. Uh, he's got twenty-six, almost twenty-seven points, eleven rebounds a game. But as the team is not translating that into wins, although yeah. they are just, I think, in the maybe in the eighth seed currently.
1: And he's kind of a no one likes him. So <laughs> there's that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the that's the number one reason why he yeah. might not get voted in. Uh plus there are some legacy players that he's up against. Uh Dirk Nowitzki has had right. a really good season. He could always uh, uh steal one of those spots. LaMarcus Aldridge mm-hmm. if the coaches decide that the San Antonio Spurs at 39 and 6 deserve more than one All-Star. Right. The which... numbers aren't
1: there, but no one on the Spurs has the numbers outside of Kawhi a little bit, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll get in over over cousins because of similar uh, personality questions, but right. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, he was on he was player. on
1: my list there. I was thinking about him.
0: Yeah, but my my four were the same in uh, in about the same order. I think I had Anthony Davis just slightly ahead of Blake. Yeah. Because of his rebounds and defense, right? But it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be uh, you know a couple of players that are that are not happy about it. Specifically, Damian Lillard. He, right. Uh, he does not like to be slighted. Nope. But I think that just makes him stronger every year. <laughs> on the next episode of Brickhouse, I don't know if you saw this, but on the next episode, I got a prediction. So I haven't seen the next episode yet. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> In Florida, there were some kids playing basketball on the street. And uh the neighbor called in a noise complaint on them, and the police showed up and you know any story where you hear like, "Oh boy, police showed up. There were black children involved. What happened next? Yeah, the cop actually, from a dashboard cam it went the video went viral, started playing basketball with the kids, even lowered the hoop, and like dunked on it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this morning, I heard that uh Shaq was so Im- impressed by it that he flew to Florida and played basketball with that cop and those kids.
1: That's really awesome. It is pretty cool. Uh, Shacked and a fool.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, if Florida has any say in it, next week there will probably be a cop shooting some kids playing basketball, and uh, we'll have to send Shaq down there to sit on him. Well,
1: if Florida has any say in it, it's probably just going to be some kid shooting Shaq and a cop and then <laughs> getting high on meth and running into an alligator pit. I, I mean, it. You can't, you can't really put anything against can't put anything against Florida people.
0: Yeah, don't put anything past them. They'll, they'll never cease to surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's something to look forward to on the oh, next man, episode. I can't, I can't
1: wait for that story to develop.
0: Until then, yeah, follow us on at uh, BrickHousePod or email us, Bob at BrickHousePodcast.com or Matt at BrickHousePodcast.com and we look forward to talking to you next week.